Hey friend, before we get to the episode, I have a free gift for you today. Do you want to start a podcast, but maybe you feel like it's probably too expensive, it's too confusing, and too time-consuming? Well, you need my podcast equipment guide. It's the five things I could not record my podcast without, and they all cost less than $100. I'll talk to you with direct links of what to buy about the physical podcast equipment, podcasting softwares, hosting, and more, all in this free guide. It's everything you need to feel ready to start a podcast today. So go get it at elizabethmccravey.com slash record. Now here's the episode. Team vision meetings. I don't hear people talking about this ever, but it has been so huge in my own business. So of course I wanted to share it with you guys. What I mean by this is a meeting either to kick off the year, to close a year, to start a new quarter, halfway through the year, whatever, but where you are laying out for your team, like, hey, here's exactly what we're working on. Here are the goals for the business and how you play a role. Here's data from the last quarter or last year, whatever it was, and what I think that data means. Here's what's working. Here's what's not. Here's where we're headed. All that kind of stuff. And this is obviously something that large companies are doing and even small to medium-sized businesses, but it's also great for us business owners who have small teams where the team might even be all contractors and where they may or may not be completely remote. So in this episode, I'm telling you how to do this exactly. And of course, you can make it your own, but I'm sharing what this has looked like in my business from the last year because I hosted two of these last year, one to kick off the year and then another halfway through the year to recap like, okay, here's where we are in those goals and to present new goals. And as we start another year, if you're listening live, I'm doing this again. And I'm actually working on preparing for that meeting now as I'm recording this episode for you. That was something I was working on this morning of like starting the process for it. So this is totally fresh on my brain and that helps me be able to help you even more with this content. So let's dive into it. Hey guys, I'm Elizabeth McCravey, a website designer and business coach for entrepreneurs and your host for the Breakthrough Brand Podcast, the show that's all about pulling back the curtain on how to actually build a successful business. I don't skim the surface around here. If you want a deep dive into the nitty gritty details of what it takes to run a successful business and stand out in a crowd, you're in the right place. After creating a multiple six-figure-a-year website design business in my 20s, I'm ready to share everything I've learned and everything I'm still learning because I believe the keys to building a thriving business should never be a secret. Here you'll find episodes that are actionable, direct, and fun, like French chatting business over coffee and a fresh, honest take on the reality of being an entrepreneur. If you're ready to master online marketing, branding, website design, mindset, and business strategy, then this is the podcast for you. It's time to build your breakthrough brand. Let's do this. All right. So before I get into all this, I want to say one more thing. And that is that this is for you, even if you have one team member who's a contractor, who's pulling five hours in your business a week, because they likely play a role in some of the goals that you are setting in your business. So just know that like small team, large team, whatever, medium-sized team. I've really liked just a few people on my team personally, but this can still apply to you. And also, if you do not have a team yet, I still want you to listen to this episode because you can kind of do a version of this just with yourself that I think would still be really effective. And as you're listening to this, if you're thinking, hey, it'd be helpful to have this in a little guide so I can reference as I'm planning my own, go to elizabethmccravey.com slash 248248 download 
download and you can actually get a workbook guide to go along with this. And in it, I'm outlining everything, giving you some examples to help you really make this actionable as you plan this team meeting. So again, get that at elizabethmccravey.com slash 248 download. And I'm also linking to that in the show notes. First of all, I have five reasons of why you should do this. And in sharing those reasons, I'll kind of be starting to share a little bit of the how-to. But the first reason is that we often don't talk about the overall vision enough for the company with our team, especially remote team members or contractors. And as a visionary, you might know like this happens where you're like, you're feeling like, this is what I'm hoping happens with social media, or I'm hoping to launch this by June, or I'm disappointed in these numbers and want to see them change. But you don't tell anyone, you just keep it to yourself. And having a meeting that is this type of communication allows you to really communicate with your team about where the company is headed and kind of forces you in just like one sitting to actually communicate the overall vision for the year. I also love this because you can give ownership to people on your team because by them knowing the vision, they can then have unique ideas that they otherwise wouldn't about how to grow the business in their particular department or area. So like you might have a goal you share with the team and someone now comes to you with an idea that they would not have even known to share with you if they had not known that this was something you're working on, that this is a goal in the business. I've seen this literally firsthand of like me communicating this stuff helps people have more ownership and it's like ownership to help with ideas, but also just ownership of what they're doing. Again, it can be really common for small teams of contractors to where everyone feels like, I don't really know what I'm, I just know these are my tasks. I don't really know what we're working towards or what we're doing. So this helps with that. Number three, it also creates team bonding in an environment where team bonding is tougher. So again, if you're like me, your team might be small and spread out all over the world. So it's not as easy to be bonded as it would be if you all worked in the same office space and were seeing each other every day or even just lived in the same city. So I think this type of meetings creates a strong work bonding of like, hey, we are all working towards these common goals and we're all seeing each other and talking about it. And like, you know, this goal might not relate to something I do, but now I know that like it's something she's working on and kind of that sort of overlap. And number four, even if you're talking about your goals in a weekly or monthly meeting, it is great to just have a meeting where this is all you talk about, to literally just give it a focus. So when we do this meeting it is, you know, we're gonna be doing this at the beginning of the year, but like, this is all we're doing. It's no practical talk about like failed payments or an email or the next launch. It's just visioning. And I typically am also the one doing the majority of the talking. So it's almost like I'm presenting to everyone live. Honestly, it can feel a little bit like a webinar, which you'll hear me share uh, when I explain how to do it. But like, I think it's really important to have a meeting where it's like, hey, this is all we're talking about, that we're not getting into the nitty gritty of the like week or whatever, but this is just the big focus. And lastly, you coming up with a vision in a way that you can clearly communicate to someone else is really important. And that's partially why I say that this is a good practice, even if you just work alone because it helps you in the business overall. So too often we have lofty goals and ideas that we can't really explain or we never put down on paper anywhere. And this forces you to figure out how to explain the goals, explain how you're going to get there and make a game plan too, because you have to tell it to someone else. So it's not just something that gets to live in your head. You have to communicate with people. So now I want to tell you exactly how I make this type of meeting and lead it. So there is no right or wrong way to do this. Every business is unique. But again, I'm sharing with you what I've done because I really like it. And I know my team has enjoyed it as well. And this is literally what I'm doing to do mine for this year as well. So first step really 
is that I, as the CEO, come up with all the goals and vision and all that for the year. And this takes me a ton of time. So this is like a large step spread out usually over a few weeks in little spurts. You could also totally get away and like have a whole day where you just focus on this or something that has not really been how my life is set up for me to do that. So for me, it's normally like in little spurts where I'm feeling like working on this. So like literally yesterday, for example, I finished up recording the lessons for my new course, Podcast Success Blueprint. And then I had a meeting with someone and I had like about an hour until I needed to go pick up my son from preschool. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to dive into course stuff more. I'm kind of too exhausted to like outline another lesson. I'm going to look at some of the data on social media from last year and make notes. So it's like a little spurts like that, but you need to come up with it all. So I like to really think about what are we trying to do in the next year and also look at data from the last year to inform the new year, typically looking at it as a year at whole versus like the last 30 days or whatever, which is how you might've been looking at your data previously. Or maybe you haven't really looked at any of the data all year long. This is a great time to do that, if so. So I make a lot of notes in a document that's just for me. And then once I'm done doing that, I translate it to another document. My translate, I mean duplicate and then edit to share with the whole team. And we have it on ClickUp where we can all like reference it whenever. So like anyone at any point can kind of see like, okay, this is what the presentation was based on. These are the goals and written out in a different way than I will share it in the presentation typically. So additionally, I want to note too, this might not be a step that you're doing all on your own. You might work with a team member on some of these goals prior to your vision meeting. So for me, last year, I did this whole step on my own and it was just me and then I presented it all to my team. But this year, actually, my marketing assistant and I are meeting one-on-one before this meeting, like a, a little while before, like a week or so. And I'm going to talk to her about the goal ideas I have, the one specific to marketing, and show her the data, tell her, hey, here's what I'm analyzing with this data. What do you think? And see what she thinks of the goals. Does she think they're doable? Does she see another direction? And I'm, I'll send her all the document stuff before that meeting. So I'm not like having to present to her all when we're sitting down together, but instead like, I'm gonna be like, here it all is. We're gonna meet and talk about it. And we can figure out like what goals make sense. So she'll kind of help me nail down some of the stuff before the team vision meeting. And then step number two is that I make a PowerPoint in Canva. I don't know if it's still called a PowerPoint, if it's in Canva, a presentation, slides, whatever you want to call it. And it is often long. So I actually have, let me see, I have last year's pulled up and it was 56 slides. So a lot of slides, yours obviously doesn't have to be that long. I was going through some of them pretty quickly, but this also is like an hour long to hour and 15 minute long meeting. So the PowerPoint is going through everything from the data to the goals, to the word of the year for the business. I'm going to share with you guys in a moment what all I share, but it's like going through all of it and laying it out in an interesting way, typically just with text and like photo backgrounds and stuff. But yeah, this is why I said it can kind of feel like a webinar or like some sort of presentation because it is like you're making slides in Canva that you might actually base off of something you've done for like an online summit or, you know, a speaking engagement or something like that. And then the third step is that I schedule a meeting with the team. It's typically our first meeting of the year. And it's, again, to set the goal and vision for the whole year. And then after that, in future meetings, we might kind of do some check-ins of like, hey, here's how things are going with these goals. So like we said we wanted to get on to this number of this thing. Here's where we are. And with this, I do it on Zoom and you would be presenting, but you could also keep it casual. So like give the team time to talk, ask questions. I give feedback while you're still manning the boat. 
Otherwise, you could also ask your team members to take notes during it on ideas they have or things they'll want to discuss in more detail later. So that's how it has played out for us in the past. We're like, I'm mostly the one talking, but then afterwards, I talk one-on-one just like over Slack with everyone. I'm like, hey, like, what were your thoughts on all this? And then we kind of do some more individualized things, but also people can like ask questions and whatnot. And I do this on Zoom and screen share. And also worth noting, this could be a time to invite other team members to be involved who aren't in the day-to-day of the business as much. So you might have like this one or two core people that you're like, they're on Slack with me, they're in ClickUp with me, like they work on stuff alongside me. But this could also be a time to invite someone like your podcast editor or bookkeeper or the copywriter you work with really frequently If you want them to know this stuff too, you'd obviously be paying them for their time to be there. But I think that could also be helpful of like inviting them to this. And if you're available, I'd love for you to come and pay you to be here so you can see what I'm working on and it can help inform what you're doing in the business too. So now what do you talk about in that 56 slide PowerPoint, right? So what all I share with my team, let me tell you here are like, I have really like four major things I'm sharing. Um, But again, yours might look totally different. So first of all, I'm sharing the words for the year for the business. So I talked about these and how to set these in your own business on episode 245. So go listen to that if you missed it. It is an excellent episode, but it's about setting words for the year for your business, not just words for your personal life. But I will share what those words are with my team and what the meaning behind them are. So not just like, you know, the word is this, but like, hey, here's why it is. Here's how it plays into our goals. And here's how this word interacts with what happened last year. The second thing I share is like basically like sales data of where customers are coming from, what's working, what's most popular, what's not working. So for me, this is things like, okay, this year or last year, rather, our top referral sources for new sales was this source. This is the product that sold the most. This was our highest month of revenue. This was our lowest. And here's why I think both those things were the case. And then also some results like, you know, this year we launched 10 new products or, you know, it's halfway through the year. Let's say you're doing this halfway through the year. It might be that like, hey, at the beginning of the year, we said we wanted to do this thing 20 times and we are only have done it five and it's halfway through the year. So we are not on pace for that goal. So let's talk about, do we adjust the goal or do we pick up our pace? How could we pick up our pace? Here's my vision for how to pick up the pace. Like that sort of stuff is what's happening, right? So basically like data analytics a lot. And I might, I'm not sharing like necessarily everything I personally find. So I might find some data that I look at and analyze for myself to come to the goal that I don't share with the team. Like for example, you might not feel comfortable sharing like exact revenue and sales numbers with your team and that's okay. You can still actually do a lot of this data sharing without sharing like nitty gritty numbers. So just basically sharing like, hey, what's working and also pat people on the back when like the thing that's working is something that they do in the business. Like that's a great time to be able to offer some like praise to your team members. Okay, and then the third thing I talk about is the goals for the year broken down into categories. So I sort my goals by the words of the year. So like each one, each word of the year has some goals under it, not like an exact number of goals, but some goals under it. And we'll talk through what each one is and like what is meant by that goal, all of that kind of stuff, how we're going to get there. We talk about what's on the horizon for the year. That's kind of a part of this. So like, for example, in this year's meeting, I will be talking about how I will be on maternity leave for some of the year and like what that will look like. And we will 
totally have a separate team meeting about my maternity leave and like how that's going to look. But I will, that will be like a part of mentioning like the structure for the year, because that's obviously a huge piece of it. We also have action items in each goal for each team member. So I really like this part. I typically will be able to say, okay, like, you know, here's the goal, right? Now here's how each of you play a role in it. And sometimes not every team member is involved in the goal, but sometimes everyone is, or sometimes maybe one team member, it's like, hey, you're not involved in this, but you manage the inbox. So your involvement can be that like, if you have an idea based on something that someone says in the inbox for this, like send it to us, that sort of thing. So basically like all the goals for the year broken down into categories. And this is the biggest portion of this presentation. And also I should note, all these things I've said are kind of intertwined. So it might be that you start with the words of the year and then you start breaking it down by word, like here's the goals within it. And then like you're sharing a social media goal and that's where you share some of the data or something like that. So it all kind of goes together. And then a fourth thing I include is problems and also good things from the previous year and what I learned. So last year, I again, I was just looking at like my presentation. I had quite a few like vulnerable things I shared with my team of like, hey, like, this is some stuff I felt like didn't work this year. And this is what I learned. And like, this is informing our new goals. And this is how we're going to change this stuff. So this can be a time to really like, again, let your team into things that they might not otherwise know, so that they know why you're heading in the direction you're trying to head. So that is the gist of the meeting and some like final things, final tips to kind of close with here. I want you to just remember that goals you make in your business can change. So this is why revisiting this later in the year and also having an area where everyone can reference the goals is helpful. Like, because you making a PowerPoint presentation saying goals does nothing if you guys aren't like looking at them again after that. And if you can't remember what the numbers are, so you got to check in on them. So that's why I think another meeting later in the year or even quarterly is smart. So maybe you do a meeting to kick off every quarter where the first meeting is the longest to kick off the year. But then after that, you're like just revisiting stuff a little bit, or maybe you're more like me and you just do like two a year and one's halfway through the year. So I also recommend having an area again with all the goals clearly laid out so any team member can see it and it does not just live in a PowerPoint. So if you're ever like, hey, what was our goal for how many guest interviews you were going to do this year? Like we need to be able to go find and see it. And the biggest thing I just want to say with this is like, you have to revisit the goals or they don't matter. And sometimes a goal changes. And when it does change, you need to like communicate to your team, which is something I have not always done well of like that communication aspect. But like, yeah, just knowing that like, a goal might change even when the overall vision for the business doesn't change. Like I even think about for my business last year, there's a goal I set at the beginning of the year that I felt really passionate about and I actually worked on earlier in the year and literally changed my mind. I was like, we're not going to do that anymore. And here's the reason why we're not going to do that. And when we did our halfway through the year meeting, I told everyone like, hey, I know we said we were going to do this, but like, here's why I don't think it's a good idea anymore. So this is the way we're pivoting that. And I want to also tell you to close that like whenever you're listening to this is a good time to do it. So don't feel like it has to be January. Like people say with goals, there's nothing magical about January 1st. You can start this at any point in your business. Maybe it's like the middle of August and you're like, hey, 
I'm going to finally set goals for my company and I'm going to share it with my team for the first time. Like you can literally do this at any time. There's no rhyme or reason to win. But I did want to air this for you guys so that if you do want to kick off the year this way, you can. So anyway, that is it, friends, how to host a team vision meeting. And I hope this is so helpful. And I would absolutely love to hear from you if you are going to do this in your own business. Let me know. Let me know how it goes. Um, tag me in like a story or something of you and your team on Zoom doing this because I seriously would love to see it. And as this airs, you'll also see pretty soon on Instagram me sharing like my team doing this. I'll share some behind the scenes of it because we will have our meeting in January. So I'm at Elizabeth McCravey on Instagram if you want to see that. And also while I have you, I just want to say if you have never left a rating or review for this podcast, It is the new year and it's time if you are a regular listener. So please go do that. I read every review and they are so impactful to me. And the ratings and reviews help grow the show and help more people see that like, hey, this is a podcast worth listening to that they should check out. So I would so appreciate that. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and a fabulous January or whatever month you are listening and goal setting in. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode all the way until the end. I appreciate you being here. And if you enjoyed this episode, then I want to invite you to check out my website template shop too. Over on elizabethmccravey.com, you'll find show it website templates that are easy to use, strategically designed and created to help you book more clients and customers. Maybe your current website is really boring. Maybe it's a challenge to update. And maybe even it's that thing that you really feel like is just completely holding your business back. Your website needs to be strategically and intentionally designed in order for it to convert your viewers into raving customers. And that's exactly what my M shop templates do. So these are pre-made show it website templates where you can plug and play your content into it with ease and then get started with a website that's designed to actually help you make more money. These templates are designed to be SEO friendly on the back end, and they're not just pretty, but they are very strategic and with all the strategies I teach on this podcast. And best of all, they're easy for you to set up all by yourself. So shop them at elizabethmccravey.com slash shop and come join the MShop family of hundreds of happy customers. And as an added perk, you can use the code BBPodcast at checkout to get 10% off any template as a thank you for being a part of the podcast family. So that's BBPodcast for 10% off any template over at elizabethmccravey.com. And if you love this podcast, don't forget that you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts so that you never miss an episode and leave a rating and review for the show wherever you're listening. Share it with a friend, share it on Instagram or Facebook. That's a great way to support the podcast and get the word out. All right, I'll be back next week with another new episode.